welcome to Align Your Mind. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a flutist and a life and mindset coach for musicians. And I'm a coach because I have learned tools. I've been through coach training that truly transformed my life. And I think that all musicians should know this stuff, which is why I have a podcast, which is why I have a one-on-one coaching program. And today I'm going to be talking about the shortcut to self-confidence. And this sounds a lot like a life hack, but I really don't like the term life hack or I don't like um, like hacks in general or shortcuts because I'm a musician and if you're a musician too, like you know that there is no shortcut for <laughs> learning an instrument, for truly gaining skills that you want to have long term. You know that like slow incremental progress is the way to go. And this is that also, but it's sort of in a broader sense. And it's definitely not fake it till you make it. Usually people say, fake your confidence till you make it. And I've never found that to be fruitful. But if you have, amazing. If it works for you, amazing. Um, I'm just going to offer a different approach today. And most of the time, people think that building confidence is all about getting enough experience. We hear this a lot in music or accumulating enough accomplishments or accolades. You know, people think that if they get enough of these things on their resume, then they'll be able to feel confident. Like there's some sort of switch that happens all of a sudden. If they win enough competitions or get enough positive feedback, then they'll feel confident because of all of the experiences they've had. We hear this all the time when we're younger, you know, oh, you just need more experience. Oh, you just haven't had enough experience that you can draw on yet. Or you should totally feel confident because you have so much experience, right? I've definitely heard that one too. Here's the problem though. What's the magic number of experience hours before you feel confident? Before you get there? How many accomplishments do you have to get? When we break this down, we can sort of see how absurd it is. And it's not a real thing that you can measure with achievements or actions or competition wins or even practice hours because thoughts and feelings aren't quantifiable. I'm not discounting experience in general, of course. Obviously, feeling confident is more accessible the more you do something. I feel quite confident playing the flute, but I have also felt so insecure playing the flute. And I had like a master's degree, right? What we're going for here is having confidence all the time, no matter what. This is what I'm after. This is what I think should be taught in music school. How do you have confidence if you've never done something before? How do these young prodigies with less experience win jobs out of undergrad? This is what I was thinking about a lot after, you know, I got my DMA. I was doing a lot of reflecting after I found this work. And I know younger people than me that have more confidence with less experience. And they win jobs, right? Of course, some people's brains are just a little bit more conducive for whatever reason to confident mentalities. But I wanted to find out what was going on with me. Why didn't I feel as confident as some of these other people after I'd like studied with the same teachers they did? After I had the same experiences they did? 
and I got really curious about this and I found coaching right around that time and it was so impactful what I learned. I learned that thoughts create your feelings. This one concept changed my entire life and I felt like I immediately had to tell everybody um, because it was so profound to me. Like, if I want to feel a certain way, I have to think certain things. Feelings don't just happen to me. So if I want to feel confident, what is going to get me there? Right? Because when I found coaching, I was at a very low point. I did not have a good relationship with myself. I couldn't sit alone with myself. I had such a toxic mental environment in my head. But this was the most insightful example in my own life that made me realize this concept so deeply. I used to have a lot of body image issues and body dysmorphia, and it got so bad at one point in my life that I would just look in the mirror and cry. Um, And I used to have to, you know, cover mirrors in my house and... I thought about that situation when I feel tears welling in my eyes because I see myself in the mirror. There's no one else there. Like, I'm hurting my own feelings with my thoughts because no one else is telling me anything at that point. I was believing really terrible things about myself and I was hurting my own feelings. And I knew that okay, well, that's really powerful. If I can get that kind of reaction from just thinking something myself, I can probably think something different and work to believe something different so I can feel better. And I absolutely did that. It took a while to get to where I am now, which is so much more, you know, in love with my own life and my body. And I think that it's important to know that I didn't just tell myself positive affirmations. Like you can't go from zero to a hundred and expect yourself to believe it, right? Same thing with your instrument. You can't just say like, oh my gosh, I'm totally um, the best flute player in the world. Like if you don't believe that, saying that over and over is just going to make you mentally roll your eyes, I didn't tell myself that I looked like incredible and amazing. I started with, I have a human body. Like that's a human face, right? Like I didn't say compliments to myself all the time because I didn't buy it. I just did something that made me feel a little bit better. And I practiced it over and over and over. Every time I look in the mirror, I had a game plan. I knew what to tell myself. And that's really empowering, just in itself. Now back to the idea that we need to achieve things in order to feel confident, right? That's like saying, oh, I need to change the way I look and then I'll feel differently. But if you got the same brain operation, you're applying it to anything, any reflection you see in the mirror, no matter what you look like. Same thing with you're playing. So you're not all of a sudden going to believe in yourself. You're not all of a sudden going to feel confident, even though you achieve all these different things. 
I had a laundry list of things I could point to, to be like, oh, this makes me a good person. These people give me compliments. Like these amazing teachers believe in me, but I didn't believe it. So I was just trying to prove myself wrong. And maybe you'll get there eventually, but I think a lot of times we don't unless we change our thinking. That's the shortcut here. So let's talk about the moments you're using in order to not feel confident, right? So something that happens really often that we don't talk about is maybe a teacher who's supposed to guide and mentor you makes a comment, doesn't believe in you, discourages you. Maybe it was a band director. Maybe it was a parent. Someone you're supposed to look up to and that is supposed to have authority. Maybe there was some harsh criticism or feedback and that stuck with you. We all have those moments. Believe me, I have not talked to one person who has gotten through this industry only having been complimented. Not everyone has a warm and fuzzy relationship with like former teachers and mentors and I might do an entire episode on that to be honest because no one talks about it but I'm thinking that a lot of people have these moments and these moments make you question whether you're good enough to quote-unquote make it right whatever that means I want to put the power back in your hands though so just a couple of things about that if you have these moments playing in a loop as evidence to why you're not good enough, first of all, you don't have to believe them. Anything that's an opinion can be proven otherwise, right? Unless it's a factual thing, like you're good enough, that made up, made up concept, right? You do not have to believe the person that told you. Your opinion matters just as every other person's opinion in the world. They're not different. It's just people having thoughts, right? And it might be that you value that person's opinion, but it doesn't have to be true. And if they really had your back and wanted you to succeed, they wouldn't have meant for you to take it in a way that makes it mean that you're not good enough. And if they did then they don't have your best interest in mind anyway. Two, unless they're actively saying things to you constantly, you are the one saying these things to yourself. It might be in their voice in your head, but if you're still hung up on these moments, as a reason to discourage yourself or to negatively motivate yourself, It's not the other person that's saying it to you anymore. It's you. Take responsibility for that. And of course, be compassionate with yourself, right? Because if someone said something like that to you, it's hurtful. Acknowledge that that's okay, that that feeling isn't a problem, that, you know, maybe you don't want to have a relationship with the person who's being discouraging, but choose not to believe them. Know that their opinion is not more important than yours. Yours is the most important for you. So decide with me today, right now, wherever you are, 
that whatever that person said isn't your, in your mental vocabulary anymore. And if it comes up, you're like, oh, right, that's that thing that I'm no longer going to use for any reason to think you're not good enough. Because you gathering evidence that you aren't good enough will never, ever, ever make you feel confident or worthy. The shortcut to self-confidence is changing your mind. Deciding that you're good enough. Deciding that you are going to, you're becoming a person who thinks they are good enough. That it's possible that you're going to think that you're good enough in a year in six months, in three months, if you're in coaching with me, right? And it isn't that we need to do more, right? I always use this example, and I probably used it on the podcast before, but like a third grader could go into their band class, or a fifth grader, whenever you start a band, could go into their band class and think they're incredible at their instrument. They could think, I'm the best clarinetist in this room, They think amazing things about themselves. They feel really confident. And a second-year master's student could be on the verge of quitting because of how they're thinking about themselves. Right? It isn't the actual sound waves in the room that's determining how they feel. It is their thoughts. And that's always true. So the shortcut to self-confidence is changing your mind. And that's what we're trying to do in the first place, right? We're trying to prove ourselves, right, to ourselves that we're good enough, but we can't prove it unless we change our mind. Even if we do more things and then our mind somehow does change, we have to change our mind before we feel differently. There's, an, there's no getting around that. But if you're going to try to just build the biggest resume of all time and think that at the end of that you're going to feel amazing, like, know that, that that's not going to happen unless you change your mind. So why don't just, like, why don't we just change our minds right now? Why don't we do that? (laughs) We're trying to do enough things, right? So our brain will suddenly flip a switch. Like, OMG, we are good enough. And all of a sudden, I love myself, right? Like, we do one thing or, like, it doesn't happen that way. When has that ever happened? Maybe you feel good for, like, a few days, and you go back, right? We're trying to like quick fix our mindset and it doesn't work that way. That's why I don't like the term life hack, right? Because <laughs> there aren't really mindset hacks unless it's like really practice stuff. So I think we're trying to hack our mindset by achieving a bunch of things and like hoping that we'll change our own minds when like you can just decide. Like you can just say, hey, I'm good enough now. Who's stopping you? Literally, there's no criteria for good enough you are you just already are so take that practice it okay (laughs) when we want to shift to feeling more confident we do that by practicing just like you practice your instrument no positive right away right like don't go right into the positive but go to neutral right that same thing like i said before i have a human body or that is a human body right in the mirror do the equivalent for yourself I play the flute that's true I do play the flute I'm not making a judgment it's a neutral it's just a neutral fact right there's no opinion involved 
We want to feel differently. We want to make those neutral thoughts become habits because if my, this is what happened to me with body image and I hope you can like translate to whatever you're struggling with. But when I made it a habit that I could look in the mirror and say, my, my first thought was like, that's a face or like, those are eyebrows, <laughs> right? Or like, that's a human arm, right? Like that after a while just came up because my brain associated the mirror with neutral talk because I trained it to, right? Then I could build on that, right? Then I was like, oh yeah, that is a human face. And it doesn't look half bad this morning. Hey, you know, like then you can open up to more positive thinking, of course. But I do think that starting neutral is where it's at. And if you don't believe that you can have a high opinion of yourself, that's where you need to start your work. Believing that it's possible to change your mind is the first step, right? Because if you're just like, no, well, I don't have enough evidence that I'm good enough, so I'm just not, and I'm never going to change that. That's the first thing. Really creating possibility in your mind. Like other people have changed. You can even use me as an example. Other people have changed their minds before. I have changed my mind drastically And if other people can do it, you're not different. You're not different. So what I like to do is say like, oh, it's possible that I could think differently about myself. That's your first thought you should practice. It's possible. Or you could even say, it's possible that other people change their minds. Other people have changed their minds. Maybe I can too. It's possible that I could also change my mind about myself. And when we practice these things, these sentences on purpose intentionally, it doesn't have to outweigh a number of times that you do it, but intentionally thinking is the quickest way to change your mindset. So when we want to shift to feeling more confident, practice new thoughts those thoughts become habits and if you don't think it's possible for you to think differently about yourself where you need to start is it is possible or other people have done it before create space in your mind for that idea to grow and at a certain point it's just how much airtime are you giving in your mind to certain thoughts right like your brain on autopilot is thinking negative thoughts most people's anyway are we don't like need help to think more negatively that's never a thing right instead of saying i don't deserve to be here right which is a really detrimental thought makes us really stressed and really feels like imposter syndrome just thinking i'm here i am here instead of i didn't practice enough think i'm trusting my skill set because if you really think about all the hours you've put in Holy moly, that's a lot. You've built a lot. Also, side note, if you hear some sirens or some traffic, it is raining today in New York City, and I have my whole setup here, and I didn't want to go in my closet. So we're just doing it today. Just know that there's some street noise in the background and some fire trucks um, a-wailing. So, okay. So instead of thinking... 
I didn't practice enough. Think I trust my skill set. That's huge. Just to reiterate. And instead of thinking, I'm not good enough, think, I'm a human being. Thinking differently is the end game, right? Like, the only way we're going to create confidence when we feel insecure is by thinking different thoughts about ourselves. You don't have to hustle or chase accomplishments in order to build confidence. Once you have confidence, you can go after only the things you want to do because you are not trying to prove yourself to yourself or anyone else over and over again. If you don't have confidence and don't believe you can change, you'll be chasing external validation over and over and over. And you'll get it. You will. But you won't listen to it because you don't believe it. And that happens after every time you think you you bomb a recital and someone compliments you. You don't believe them. That's how strong your opinion is. But you can use it to your advantage. And sometimes I hear people say, like, I don't have any evidence that I'm, like, a worthy human. All evidence is made up. I'll say that one more time. All evidence is made up. I could tell a story making myself seem like a really bad person, and I could tell a story making myself seem like a good person, and it could be the same story. It's the language we use. It's how we talk about ourselves. It's how we choose to interpret what happens in our lives that, that gives us these feelings, right? So if you have stories about yourself, and I promise it's just like a few, <laughs> few stories that replay over and over really look at them think about how someone else could tell that like how would love interpret this story how would your best friend describe what happened to you from love i think it's really important because our brains aren't going to go there naturally it's just not going to happen we have to be intentional about it And if you want to fast track this and you want to gain confidence as quickly as possible, book a discovery call. Oh my gosh. Like, I cannot tell you how much time I have gotten back. I have clients that have said that they have not felt so good in rehearsals in years after just a few sessions and that is all because of this work it's not therapy it's not digging into your past to find out meanings it is tangible stuff that you can use today to move forward it's like today into the future is what we deal with i also love therapy i'm in it you know big fan um but it's it's a It's different in that you'll be able to have action items to do every week to help yourself build confidence in this process. So if you're interested, book a discovery call. We spend an hour on Zoom. We talk all about where you are and where you want to be. And this is absolutely the fastest way 
to get you there. So the link for that is in the show notes and I hope you'll take me up on it. Literally no pressure. I just love talking to people about their experiences and you'll walk away with something whether you choose to coach with me or not. So sign up for a session and I hope you have an amazing week. If you're interested in taking this work further, I have a one-on-one coaching program that will help you get into the mindset of your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, I highly recommend booking a free discovery call with me. It's an hour on Zoom where we discuss where you are, where you want to be, and we talk about how mindset coaching can help get you there. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up.